0: The one thing that we are always stressed about is how to take decisions. Well, let's jump into this episode and know how can we do that. Hey there, I am Mishani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing a thousand times, I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them, and how to build systems to sustain them. And if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same, then I'm up for a chat on my Instagram handle, which is at ever underscore in. But for now, if you want to achieve your goals and build never-failing systems,
1: then what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome on my first step ever. This is such an exciting time when people are trying to follow their passion with much bigger because we have more opportunities. But still, the only thing that gets you there is your own will to do it. And there is a lot of that happens in one's life that they gain out of it and their thinking changes or it kind of reinforces their thinking and they're able to go to the path that they really want to. So today on my first step ever, we are going to discuss an exciting story where we're going to understand that how you can take your first step towards your goal. So please, please join me in welcoming Sam all the way from Adelaide, Australia. Hi, Sam. Thank you. (laughs) I am so excited to have you on my podcast. It was such a lovely time chatting with you a few weeks ago and kind of understanding your journey. And I feel that You being so young and having a lovely family at this point in time and having your own venture is such an amazing thing to do because I think a lot of people at this point in time would like to do something of their own. They want to harness their passion. They want to kind of go on a path, even if they're like in a particular job, but it's very difficult to follow your own heart. Yes, it is very difficult because there are certain things that get in the way. So before we move into that, I would like to introduce Sam to our listeners today. Sam is a 24-year-old Adelaide boy who has a passion for tech and business. He began work really early at 14 in the events industry. Wow, that sounds really interesting. <laughs> and the sounds and lighting. And then he started a business providing wedding videography service for couples. I think you must have been in demand. <laughs> yeah. And I think his third business uh, is Stream Adelaide, where he provides an end-to-end event live streaming recording services that are designed to make his client's life easier. Well, I am really sure about it because there's so many businesses at this point in time. They are global or they want to reach to a global audience. And this is one service that a lot of businesses and even you know people with the personal events would really like to have. So let's just get into the story of amazing person that we have over here so sam please take us through what were you what kind of environment were you surrounded with when you were growing up and what was your mindset back then
2: yes well firstly thank you very much shani for that lovely introduction i'm 24 and running stream Adelaide. when when i was growing up so uh, I was rather fortunate position. So my dad is a doctor, and my mum runs a personal training business. So when I was young, I was growing up around that kind of that atmosphere of kind of having your own business, working for yourself, and and wanting to be comfortable as well. And my my family were very supportive, but they really wanted my dad being a doctor. He was like, you know, you go to uni, you're gonna go study hard, you're gonna go get like a degree, and then you're gonna go into like Um, engineering was what we were going to go in that he wanted me to go into Um, and that was all well and good except that's not what I wanted to do at all so yeah that that was that was my growing up but I I always knew that I wanted to have a business because I was around parents who were in business so uh, yeah that kind of laid some foundations for me.
1: Yeah I see that a lot of listeners can relate with you because when you say that you know Uh, the profession that our parents carry, they have seen that kind of life and they have seen the security. I mean, that's the mindset that they come from, especially that generation. And our generation is such that we really would like to experiment also because maybe we have a bit of that, you know, support with our parents if we are living with them. But it's always a very challenging journey because the first people that you look up to is your parents. And when they really want you to take up a direction, it becomes very difficult to, you know, have a dialogue with your own self. Like, is whatever I'm trying to do, is is that right? Or should I go ahead on the journey? And that's why we have Sam here to help understand that it is all okay. Your parents are very important. The people, the important people in your life are definitely whatever they're saying. They know you, they've seen, they had their own experiences, but your own voice is very important.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: Sam, yeah. So, from your, that journey, like when your parents did ask, I mean, they advised you on a certain path, but you had something in your mind. And often, everyone has a thing in their mind, but not many people listen to their heart, their mind, and they don't really have that conviction, which is okay. I mean, you build it with your experiences. How did you go from that stage to starting your own business? What transpired between those few years in your head and your mind?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. A lot of things. So yeah, I really struggled at school. I didn't enjoy that kind of learning environment at all. And when I was in year ten, I got the opportunity to do a TAFE course in a theatre, uh, working in events and doing lighting and audiovisual and behind the scenes sort of things. And I just I fell in love immediately. And uh, lucky lucky for me, that theatre site was on the school campus. So it was kind of it was meshed in with the school kind of a TAFE course but as part of school and then following finishing that course I was offered some jobs there and then all of a sudden I was going to school and getting paid for it which was a a weird weird feeling but I really didn't like being told what to do There's just something about me that I really didn't like being told you know like go mop the floor go do this like I was fine mopping the floor if I decided to do it but just in my mind I didn't like other people telling me what to do. So that was early on. And then I went to Canada after school for six months to work in a ski field just to do something different. And I was meant to be having a gap year. I'd signed up to go to actually TAFE to do audiovisual when I was coming back, much to my parents' disgust. After six months, I'd met these Germans, these three Germans, and they said, oh, we're going to travel America for three months. Do you want to come? So I'd booked return flights to go back to start TAFE. And I basically didn't tell my parents... I called up the tape. I said, sorry, I'm not going to be there. And I went to America for three months. And then after I'd done all that, I told, like, after I'd booked the flights and cancelled the ones to Australia, I told my parents So they weren't too happy. But that was the best thing I ever did because I started taking photos and videos while I was travelling America and fell in love with photography and videography. And, yeah, we are going to all the national parks, just living in this tiny little van with four people, just Sleeping upright, sleeping in car parks. We we had a good time, and I was just taking photos and videos. When I got back, um, I'd been sharing all of this on Facebook, and all of a sudden, all these people like, "Oh, can you come do photos for this? Can you do video for that?" So I started that, and then some of my friends were getting married, and I said, "I'd love to like do a video of your wedding," and I was like, "I won't charge you anything," and they said yes. So I did that wedding video, and it went really well, and then so well, I I recorded it on Saturday and I edited it on Sunday and had it to them by Sunday night and they shared it on Monday morning. And then there was a bride... Um, who called me up Monday afternoon and was like, my wedding's next week. I want you to come and do video for my wedding. So for that first wedding, I think I charged 1,500 bucks, and it was an eight-hour drive to Streaky Bay, which was a beautiful location. By the time I paid for accommodation and fuel and food and everything, I probably lost money, but I had so much fun, and I couldn't believe that that's what I was doing. Fast track a little bit. I did that for a few years, just doing wedding videos. It really snowballed, and just as I took videos and posted them, then more brides would see. They would call. They'd be like, "Oh, I want you to do my wedding." And then all of a sudden, that that's how that blew up. Um, I was still doing a little bit of work in the theatre at the time. There were uh, events and and concerts that were coming. They were like, "Oh, do you have anyone who can do video?" And they would like, "I was their guy." They'd be like, "Yep." We've got someone who can do video. So I started doing event video there. So for dance concerts, school concerts, that sort of thing. And then that kind of snowballed into me really wanting to expand on that a bit more. So I invested in that side of things. And then I met a lad who was selling a business called Stream Adelaide, which is my business now. And he offered offered to sell it to me and they were doing live streaming. that I was doing live streaming at the time, but they had like some government clients and some larger contracts and I was like yes I'll do it so I bought the business um, and that was start of 2020 and things have really snowballed from there and I've just been working on scaling up and and um, getting team involved and it's been been a really exciting process but that was kind of how things evolved from me not really wanting to work for anyone else and not really learning well in a school environment more of a hands-on learner and ending up running my own business and I never, never went to TAFE, never went to uni. A lot of the people who work for me have been to uni and they're much more knowledgeable in some areas than I am, but I've learned everything from watching YouTube and and being hands-on as well. So yeah, it's been a pretty exciting journey.
1: Let me say that that's how a real Gen Z look like. That's the Gen Z. Okay, I would like to, you know, emphasize on a few things in your journey over here for our listeners to kind of, you know, understand and extract and have a good takeaway. So, to start with, I think you had that entrepreneur syndrome that I'm not gonna do anything that I'm I'm told to, but I would if I want to. <laughs> So I think, yeah, definitely. And I think you took some very brave decisions. That's something that a lot of people who want to do things of their own, at some point you have to take brave decisions because you're leading your own dream. And that was that you thought of, you know, taking the six months break, but the decision that I'm talking about is to not come back when you were already enrolled in your university studies and in TAFE. And uh, I think you... Let yourself lose. You went out, you explored, you lived in conditions which you had not, and I think you found really sort of you know uh, one oneness with your within your own self, and you were happy, and that's when you were at your best. Your mental state was at the best. You were happy, and you did what you really wanted to or what you really liked. It naturally came to you, and when you came back, and when Sam really shared his work it reflected because he was in a very good state of mind. He did what he he liked and it showed in his work. So I think the learning for our audiences and listeners from this one takeaway is that if you are in a state where you feel like you are not able to perform well, it's because that you are not in a very peaceful or very, uh, you know, sort of a normal state where you're happy doing what you're doing. So the first step would be to put yourself in a state, just do anything that you like, you will feel a bit more better. And then when you are a very good, you know, high vibration, then you start doing things that you like. And people will definitely notice this, as in the case of Sam. They noticed the work that he did because he could bring out that fun, that uh, that expertise, because he really loved it. And he learned on, on the way. Not discounting the hard work and the intelligence that people put through universities, because there are few industries and, you know, of programs that take you that importance there is an importance of going and studying and building it but there are ways the gen z ways i would say to learn so one another amazing thing i would like to highlight is the will to learn learn from anywhere anyhow and that's what sam did he had youtube available he used it to the best of his capacity and when the opportunity came he didn't say no and the fourth thing I would say is when you start, you give a bit of an incentive to the person that you're starting because that's your first start, and he did it for free. So there, here are a few takeaways from my end that I would like to give our listeners from Sam's amazing journey from you know finding himself, taking some brave steps to starting buying stream Adelaide. and now I think that came at a very good time where COVID hit and you were doing st- online stream, which is yeah. so good. So from there, uh, Sam. Now that you have built this particular business and you're trying to scale up, what are the challenges that you are facing? Something that you would like to tell our listeners that they would that should keep in mind when they have reached one step ahead: how to sustain yourself.
2: That's a great question. Uh, I still try to figure that out sometimes. I might just add as well: like, yes, I didn't go to uni and I learned through YouTube, but it's really important to find how you learn best and I found out that learning in a classroom wasn't wasn't how I learned and like there's definitely a place for learning in a classroom and and a lot of people learn really well that way but it was just about my personal circumstance and and me not really taking much away from that environment so yeah that was that was I just thought that was worth mentioning but yeah from the aspect of like when things start to plateau a little bit, and they definitely do, and you hit walls, you hit blocks, it, it's really important to firstly surround yourself with kind of positive people um, because if you're surrounded by negativity, then you get dragged down a little bit, you get stuck in a rut, and you're not going to go anywhere. And um, So something that I had done, well, firstly, friendship is a huge part of my life. Um, so I always make sure that I have time to go away and just spend time with friends and have a laugh play some board games and that really helps me turn off and also when I'm thinking more I'm more productive as well Um, but also I've surrounded myself I've got a business mentor I've got a number of other friends who are in business that I talk to every single day whether that's on the phone on Facebook run challenges by people who've experienced similar challenges to me and talking through those issues when they arrive has been really helpful for me to be able to overcome those issues from and, and not go through all the pain that maybe these people have been through in the past in the same situation so like surrounding yourself with with um, positive people and there's a, there's a famous saying that says like you're you're an average of the top 10 people that you spend your time with which which couldn't be more accurate like if you surround yourself with positive people who are achieving or have achieved things that you want to achieve, then then you're going to go so much further than if you're kind of surrounded by negativity and people who are like, especially people who are nine to five and not loving it. And nine to five is like a great place for some people to be. Some people thrive really well off of that routine, but uh, not for me. So but there's some people who are stuck in the nine to five who are like, oh, I don't want to be here. Like I hate my job. I'm not getting paid enough. Like if you surround yourself with those people, then your life is going to become a little bit like that. So trying to surround yourself with people who have similar mindsets to you um, and, and positive mindsets is, is is a great thing to do um, to overcome all those challenges for sure.
1: Awesome. So for all the listeners out there, if someone has ever said this to you in your life that don't take yourself seriously, but do take your work seriously, this is the example. Sam just shared with us so I think yeah I mean the time when you have made it to a certain level then the other thing is how do you have to scale it up how do you grow from there and this is so amazing that you've just mentioned that the people really matter like over here on this podcast I always emphasize that it is you within yourself your own feelings your own world that how you talk to yourself what is your mental state That really defines that, you know, how things are. But the second step is, and very necessary step, which Sam just brought up, is who you are surrounded with that matters a lot. So Mm -hmm. find your tribe, which is so true. And really happy to hear that, you know, you do take that time off to switch off and be around people and sometimes just not talk about the business, but just be with your friends and then come back and then you're more productive and then you know whom you have to talk to. So it is a very good example for everyone if they are trying to understand that if you're not in a happy place it could be either of the reasons so thank you sam it has been so lovely chatting with you and i think this one has gone really quickly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean knowing your journey so far and I've, I've really gained a lot of lot out of how you sustain yourself what do you give importance to and you have a very lovely young family so that, congratulations to you on that as well. Thank you. Just moving forward. And there's one last thing that I would like to ask you. In your journey so far, and you have a long way to go, <laughs> what could be the top three challenges that you can leave our listeners with that they must be careful of and they could learn it from your experience rather than you know hitting the wall themselves and learning?
2: Whoa, that's a tough one there's a lot of situations that you're gonna come across that there will be challenges and like when you're trying to achieve anything that's that's not popular or or ideal uh, there's there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of challenges especially working towards your goals expect there to be challenges but approach them with an open mind I've I've had a, a lot of really low points where things have just gone wrong. We've had days where like two streams have fallen over and the clients have had their arms up in the air and they're like, I had no idea of what was going on. And at the end of those days, you have no energy, but I think it's really important to kind of have a bigger picture goal um, and something that you're working towards um, because those things will keep you driving towards success. So like yeah, there's there's going to be challenges, but just expect the unexpected and approach them with an open mind. I think that's like really the only really good advice I can give apart from like yeah, surrounding yourself with good people who've experienced similar challenges because when those things arise, you can talk it through with them and and if you're talking through something with a negative person, then you're going to get a negative outlook and a negative response. So and having a bigger vision that you're working towards
1: amazing so that is such i think top two amazing advice that sam has given us today that have a bigger vision always because that is something that will drive you in the most hardest of your times you will know why you're doing something because that's the question we ask why am i doing this if it's causing me so much problems so have a bigger vision and second surround yourself with the positive people and i i will second sam that that's very important so Mm. thank you so much sam on being on my first step ever and i really want to i really want to congratulate you for your journey so far And coming on my first step ever and sharing that with our listeners in a very, very candid way, which is what we really appreciate because everyone needs to know that what really goes behind the good and the bad of whatever journey that they would like to take. But in the end, if you listen to your heart, you will be in a happy place. Mm -hmm. So before we take your leave, are you able to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying that you really resonate with?
2: So if at first you don't succeed, then try again
1: awesome. And I think that goes on a loop. <laughs> that is amazing. If if, fir- if first you don't succeed, try again. That is amazing. So thank you so much, Sam, for being on my first step ever. And for all my listeners and audiences out there, every day is a new chance to make that thing happen that you have been dreaming of. Make it a goal. The moment you write it down, you give yourself time frame, you will see that you are going to make something out of it. So, until next time, start believing in yourself and keep believing in yourself.
0: Hi, my friends. If you have reached thus far today, firstly, thank you so much. It really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed. So, why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes. I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them so you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at my first underscore and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates and yes if you like what I do over here follow my first step ever on Google Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself